Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Dep Nation, and joining me today, we have Nevea 3 Hey, everybody. How's it going? Big Rick 20X. Get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. And Riggs. Vamos. Well, you gotta uh, say it three Rick, times. Who's, who's uh, whose voice line is that, Rick? Oh, that's uh, that's my voice line. I uh, recently attended a a uh, Smite World Championship Super Spreader event, and uh, I got I got the Rona. Oof. Oh, I I I. I, I think my vo- <laughs> my voice might sound a little different on this episode. It's like uh, it's like when Phoebe gets her flu voice. On friends, no, it's not Phoebe. It's not Phoebe. <gasps> it's Monica. How dare you? No, but Phoebe gets sick and then she sings and changes her voice. Oh, I Mon- thought you were talking Monica about Monica. Sing. Well, Monica, she's like, she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, not that one. That's just like me normally. <laughs> <laughs> that's been rigs. That's been rigs for like two months. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Somebody's like, are you congested? I was like, that's not a fair question. I wake up every morning congested for like my entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How how can I ever tell the difference? You got big adenoids too? Yeah. Yeah, I got Whoa. Hell yeah. Whoa. Hell yeah. That is not safe for work. What? Are you dumb? We've both got big throats, Nev. Or wait, yeah. small throats? Small throats, throats, big big boogies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of super spreader events, the safe event, high-res, Smite World Championship event schedule, we start off with the at home. At home. (laughs) Guess where Rick wasn't. Not at home. (laughs) He wasn't at home. I was not. (laughs) Well... The event went from the 5th to the 9th. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. start out day one, high-res showcase. Nev, do you want to take us into it? Oh, my God. All right. So, of course, in all true Smite game channel, Twitch channel form or fa- fashion, I can't talk today. Um, Everybody's like, this is Rogue Company. Where's Smite? This is Paladins. Where's Smite? It's called high-res presents, you dummies. There's more... To high res than just smite. I know this is just a, this is a smite podcast, and we should only be talking about smite. But there was the high res presents, which also featured uh, paladins getting a, a a Rambo crossover. That's not smite. So that's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I was one of those people. By the way, I was like, what the like where's smite? Like I don't. Hey guys, well, we should we should have a, a paladins episode. <laughs> oh no! Wait! No no. No, Hi-Rez no. made another game that we could do no, no. a spinoff no, episode no. of. No, no. Oh, yeah. Have no, you guys no. ever played Realm Royale? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, no, The no, darkest no. timeline. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but then they, of course, did what they do at the very beginning of every year, and they did showcase what the upcoming Smite Gods are going to be in their wonderful animated trailer. I did put that in the Discord um in i believe the world championship channel if not in the smite game channel i can't Sheev! remember which one Sheev! Sheev! i'm gonna do it i'm a shiva blast 
Okay, well, you're editing, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad um, they yes. put Shiva Kamini Soma Kanda Krom. They did reveal that the first god coming to smite in February of this year for season nine is going to be Shiva. I'm and excited. Shiva is going to be a warrior. Can we get some hype? We're getting a warrior. Warrior hype. It's about warrior goddamn hype. time. Yeah. That's stolen valor from you, Nev. Don't. What? Don't say. Guys, can we get. You can't pander to warriors now. I'm saying no. we, the collective we, the, oh, the, the fans of we. Smite Game. The fans of Smite Game. We're getting a warrior. Warriors okay. are the most underrated class. They don't have as many gods as other classes. Riggs, Riggs, can you claim warriors back from Nev? Yeah, I'm Nev, not I'm gonna claiming need you to go warriors and, as I'm my main. I'm going to go ahead and hop back in the backseat real quick. I'm uh, not claiming warriors as my main. This, I'm excited this has been a long time coming. A long time coming. I know we got Gilgamesh yes. at the beginning of the year, but then he got literally nerfed like 20,000 patches in a row. Um, and then the jungle stole him from us. And Gilgamesh isn't that good anymore, right? So nerfed, though, huh? <laughs> and After then, what uh, happened this weekend? Then they stole Robin away from us. Erlang basically doesn't work in that tab anymore. He's basically a jungler. Horus isn't even a fucking warrior. Like, it's about goddamn Hercules. Time. Yeah. Mm. Hercules. Oh, Hercules is... We're, we're claiming Hercules back right now. He's not like, really yeah. a support anymore. But yeah, no. We've, we've had so many warriors go, and we haven't really had that many come, you know? There's not a lot of coming going on. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I actually didn't. Did they show any of Shiva's kit? Because if they did, I didn't no. see any. They okay. didn't. No. Um, they said be on the lookout for the closer look, which will probably be um, before the end of the month, I would think. Before the end of this month, I think they would do that uh, closer look blog and they kind of break down their vision on the abilities and then actually tease Shiva when Shiva comes out in February. Okay, yes. so maybe I'll wait with bated breath because I don't want to get too excited and then have it be like an assassin warrior. So we'll see. Don't want to be like a new warrior. super excited about Atlas and then Atlas being incredibly underwhelming. You don't mm-hmm. want to be like that. I I kind of knew it was gonna happen. Although corrupted arena tossing people off is good sport. <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite thing about business. atlas was they were so concerned that he would be played in other roles they literally made him do no damage like he'd have to be i know and it's so, <laughs> so sad <laughs> it's so sad and I, I do say it's sad except for this atlas that i faced yesterday just a quick sidebar tangent there was this atlas that i feel like they figured out how to play atlas like conceptually because he was doing some insane damage to me and i don't know how or why because i looked at his build and i'm like those are all tank items so I think he like figured out some kind of combo with Atlas and how to play him correctly because it was the first competent Atlas I've ever played against. There was a bug where his ult would one shot people. <laughs> it wasn't the ult though. It was like it was him using his astrolabe effectively. That was pretty nah, much yeah. It. yeah. And I, I was watching that game. That was a rough game for you guys, but oh yeah, you were there. <laughs> so yeah. that, we had uh, we had Trevor on our team. <laughs> he wasn't even speaking English by the end of that game. It was just. Sounds. Trigger Trevor? <laughs> oh, it Trigger happened. Trevor. It happened that game. <laughs> what else happened on that day, Nev? I mean, that was pretty much it for like the, oh, wait, no, it wasn't. Because then after High Res Presents, there was this giant, giant, giant update show 
And folks, we're going to be upfront and honest with you guys. We're not going to spend the entire episode talking about the Season 9 update patch because there's a lot of information. And that's not fun for you guys to listen to. And it's not fun for us to go line by line. But we will talk about a couple things about it. Um, Riggs, would you like to start on that one? I would love to. So we messed around a little bit on PTS. Uh, (laughs) I have been experimenting with some of the new relics that they put into the game and Relic Dagger. And let me tell you, it's fun having teleport up every 20 seconds <laughs> there's a new teleport where i i like the idea of it i just think they kind of overdid it a little bit where it's like a 90 second cooldown i think base but then like it goes down by 10 seconds for every kill or assist you're a part of so i mean like you can imagine you can get that going down pretty quick plus you get relic dagger so literally we were playing on the new slash map and i had my teleport up every time i backed so I just bought a ward chalice and I was just teleporting to like their phoenixes and stuff and just running from behind them. <laughs> Disgusting. It was, it was funny. It didn't really work that well, but it was just fun to just just like no, spawn behind they them. They needed they needed to add new ways to meme into the game. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah, they definitely oh, did. They there's added a, quite a few. <laughs> there's a blink there's a blink now that can one shot you. Aegis can one shot you now. Yeah. So essentially Beats. they they have they have two new upgrades beyond the normal relic upgrades for every relic essentially. They they basically gave them like all the starter the new remember when the starter items came out this year and they have like the one where it's like the quote unquote like better version of the regular starter item and then like the one that makes it like spicy, you know? They basically did that for relics and a lot of them are very spicy. I'm just going to say this. My displeasure with the way the game has shifted, and it started with, like, the Mystical Mail buff, then, like, Sigil and whatnot. There is way too many ways to to dish out damage that have nothing to do with the God's Kit. There's just way too many ways to do damage right now. And I know, like, mids and carries were getting, like, really upset when mids were really shitty, and, like, Sigil and all these fucking things and mystical mail would just kill carries like game but there's just way too many instances of it and high res is like double down on it well now now we can get beads and not just beads but chaotic beads which also not that is my least favorite change i've ever seen in the game as a support main you're telling me i take percent health because but, I CC'd but, you? What the but fuck But also is that, my beads are going to send out a homing projectile to the enemy who applied the CC to me. Dealing 7% of their maximum health. So my entire team buys chaotic beads and that Hades is fucking dead. R.I.P. Hunbats, dude. <laughs> dude, what, what, about, uh, what about Ankh that now doubles as a Sunder? Oh, it was a, drown- it was a drowning... Blighted. Drowning- the drowning onk is ridiculous the drowning onk is insane that's that's the one i'm talking about using this item reduced the healing received by all enemy gods within 55 units by 40 percent for 10 seconds remove 75 percent of any currently applied shield Mm. enemies that are healed by god ability as well affected by this curse cause a pool of miasma to form your ass what yeah (laughs) That persists for six seconds, and then it deals 2% of the enemy's current health every 0.5 seconds while enemies are inside, and refreshes the Ankh debuff effect. 
That's dumb. Which lasts for 10 seconds. I feel like we're just getting away from, like, actually the game taking mechanical skill. To- yeah, I, I'm in a similar boat as Rick with, like, I, I'm not super worried about, like, the numbers. Like, that stuff will get changed, whatever. But, like, yeah, the concept, like, the ideas behind it where it's, like, like Rick was saying, where it started off with Mystical Mail getting buffed and then Sigil and then Pridwin and then now it's, like, you get... Uh, the new thorns where it goes down in cooldown with like when it's off cooldown it go it lowers the cooldown if you get hit with autos there's ages where literally all you have to do is just like age of something and it blows up on their face <laughs> i <laughs> like... saw somebody's death recap dude it was 1200 true damage from the blink and 800 from ages amulet i was like yeah 2000 damage right there not even using an ability the blink one was bugged i think they've removed it i don't know if they fixed it but like even still just blinking on somebody and like they take a shit ton of damage just because i blinked on them like dude like the there's King literally Arthur blink ult yeah there's like there's <laughs> just so many ways that you can just do a shit ton of damage without like playing the game really without and pressing any like, buttons like as a as a frontline man like as a solo lane man a lot of these changes are geared towards solo lane and it's like it's not even fun like <laughs> Like, it's it's fun in the aspect of, like, I can one-shot somebody without doing anything. Like, haha, that's funny. But, like, in the sense of, like, actually, like, wanting to play the game and, like, be good at the game, like, it's... I feel like the skill ceiling is just, like, dropping. Like, you really don't have to try that hard to, like, kill a carry now. Yep. On top of the fact that they gave a lot more ways to counter, like, damage dealers. So there's... I know we're not going to get super into it, but there's a lot of, basically they added a lot more tools to deal with auto attackers. And there's a clip going around Twitter right now of some of the pros messing around in jungle practice. <laughs> and they didn't really do anything crazy. Like they has like a full, they have, it's one hunter and I think it's an Osiris is like the test that they're using. Oh, that, was, the hunter, that was Nehu and Tom, but Panda yeah. also did a video. The, the hunter has like a, a stereo, like, you know, standard crit build whatever and then the tank has like the new tank items and stuff like that and there's a a point where he's critting the osiris for like 60 (laughs) it's like like what what is the adc supposed to do at that point like and i i hate adcs being super strong i hate mages being super strong but like at the same time like there should be a, a middle ground where it's like you know like, they should be able to do damage to me. I should be able to do damage to them. But, like, it should take some skill. There's also upgraded sprint, which now roots everyone within, like, 70 units. <laughs> so you can CC not people al- without hitting not any only, damage either. Not only, not, only, <laughs> not only is your movement speed increased, but you get to root everybody, too. That's pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of crazy fucking relic choices. Like, some of them do some weird shit. Uh, we have the I'm glyph scared. items. T4 items now in the game, which for me, now these are pretty cool for everybody, um, everybody else, except support players, because I never get to build six <laughs> items. How the fuck am I going to build seven? I never <laughs> I never get to finish yeah. a build. What yeah. am I going to get the fucking T- T4 item? That should well, The only one you get is the Heartward Amulet one, too, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, granted, they're both of the upgrades are really good, but like still. I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous for the new patch. On a very positive note, for season nine, um, the the fuck was it slash map slash looks yep. amazing, and and 
the best thing that they did in this patch is they're remodeling the baboons. And I'm fucking here for it. <laughs> I was just waiting for you to do optimal. that. Thank you. <laughs> the map is really, really cool, though. Yeah, it's really pretty. And as a bonus, I got to watch Raythan lose a bunch of money on it. It was a fucking cool world. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm on my way out. I'm throwing stones. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Raythan, that guy fucking stinks. Sorry. Sorry, was wow. that Might be. <laughs> Sorry, that's pretty bad shit talk, to be honest. Yeah, you're going to need to tone it down okay. a little bit. I'm Get sorry, Nev's applying sweaty, for Olympian. Sweaty tryhard for, for sorry, waiting Nev. for an enhanced set fire giant. <laughs> I forgot we did that. Raven <laughs> has never liked me since uh, the team I was playing with. We were fucking memeing around and wait. We were so far ahead, we waited literally two minutes for EFG to spawn. And ever since then, I've been cringe. That's okay. Yeah. Guys, go vote Nev way. for Olympian. She's not toxic at all. My Green. my actions do not reflect her 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 plat her platform. Not only vote for Nev if you really want to. Don't 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 <laughs> sway their decision. <laughs> Nev needs to. So that's that wraps up. Uh, <laughs> that wraps up the high rise showcase. We had Throwback Thursday with previous World Championship finals. Wait, real playing. quick. Real oh, quick yeah. though, before Real we transition, it we yeah. have to say Fro's not here, but I oh, know that if here. he was here, he'd be shoving his chubby through his desk because they're buffing Soul Eater. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> savage! Calling big, a man out big like buff that. to Soul Eater. He's gonna be ecstatic. That's huge, just like Fro's cock. <laughs> but yeah, Thursday. What can we talk about? I feel like that was a waste of a day. <laughs> like, I it's yeah. cool to see yeah, like the old champions neat. but like like make that make that Wednesday and then put the showcases Thursday like or do the showcases Wednesday and actually have more than six teams at Worlds that yeah that's what that's what I was getting at <laughs> I think that's their plan for this upcoming year there you um, go they did talk about that it better be look I think the Friday? guy the people at high res do a great job but like from the competitive side of things six team single elimination felt felt a little yeah you know, i wanted more anticlimactic there there was a i don't know if like you want to watch i don't know if you want to talk about it. there's a final k video he put out like talking about kind of his thoughts on everything and like the next season and all that and there was a point where he mentioned where it was like i kind of agree with him where he said that he doesn't really understand why they wouldn't do like a double elim or a bigger tournament, especially when they're having worlds in their own studio. Like he said, like it, it makes sense to not do it. Like if you're going to rent out the cob and like you have to rent out like two more days, and that's a lot of money to do that and all that. But like they're literally using their own studio. They're using their own resources. Like why not? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I feel like they could, you know, do a double they elim could've. or like bigger. I don't know. If but this anyway. was six teams, if it was six teams, SK never wins Worlds Season 6. They never make that run because SK had to qualify. And they had to make it through qualifiers as the seventh team in. There you go. Seven teams, that's too much, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the Worlds the worlds Rewind uh, was pretty cool. Uh, if you guys missed it, Dan Edits, who we've had on before, Betty Swalox, um, who is a listener as well. Go check out his videos on YouTube. 
because they're fucking awesome and he has really good recaps of every historic smite moment but has a really really good one from last year uh for the world's recap it's basically like a one hour movie and at no point would you think like you know one hour a one hour youtube video it's gonna be boring at some point right no the whole thing's done really well so i would go watch that if you guys want to see past worlds and i'm sure he'll put one out for this one as well yeah and it's it's condensed too you don't have to watch the entire set you can watch you can watch the entire set in the hour instead of watching you know a three hour long set he did like all seven sets in an hour last year. Yeah, or I think dude, they should just really cool. they should just do that next year. They should just have his like videos be like a week leading up to Worlds. Just have like <laughs> once a day. Just like have like a a Betty fucking video every day. There you go. But yeah, not much else happening on Thursday. Nope. No, <laughs> that was like the entire day. Mm-hmm. Friday we have the quarterfinals and community clash tournament content creator cup they are what they are rick already said yeah rick already spoiled it wow spoilers yes yeah, spoilers, well, spoilers. So. the content creator cup went till sunday um yes. yeah but i didn't get to see any of it on friday i actually took the red eye in thursday night friday morning and that's why you saw me at bryce's house passed out at nine o'clock <laughs> that was always gonna happen that was always going to happen that day. And I got commendations from everybody there for making it that far. So I don't want to hear it. Tisk tisk. And their a direct quote was, you put on a good showing. Sounds about right. I think I hit the whistle pig too many times. Hey, want to wanna know a funny story about you being at Bryce's house? No, <laughs> what's that? So, uh, so my mom... Uh, she tries to pay attention to shit that I do, right? And so she <laughs> has been trying to follow Smite oh, esports, no. right? Oh no! <laughs> and she goes on Twitter, and she knows like of the podcast and everything, so she knows like like how to get to the podcast page. So she went to your page, and she goes, "Oh, like you're a big Rick guy. He's he's having a good time over there." Because she was looking at all the videos you were posting <laughs> of your fucking beer walls and like you guys try to shotgun shit i was like yeah i guess he's over there yeah <laughs> so my mom my mom was following worlds through your twitter account and uh through the smite pro account so <laughs> did she uh did she get the alienware skin uh, no unfortunately no i don't think she has uh, steam so she might that's get the, you a maxonomic chair and an alienware computer though there you go she can still win the the computer (laughs) yeah when she wins the lottery and she can afford this i was so mad that the first (laughs) the first alienware ad that i saw for the weekend he didn't say the line i was so upset yeah so was all smite game because we all bet our points that he was gonna say the line he didn't say the line (laughs) he was uh he was saving it for next the next uh day just like he was his uh performance Mm. Mm -hmm. all right so you want to get into the games (laughs) <laughs> yeah dude Let's shout out to the bug it. boys what the solar fuck? scarabs crazy match yeah well that was that was a chewing gum difference um there oh, is a currently an amber alert out for a hurry wind if anybody has seen this mid laner um please call the authorities because he's been missing uh since the beginning of the season and we we're really trying to find him yeah, he kind of. I mean, 
he uh, went bye bye. Sorry, stuff. four games. I know they didn't play through him. They played through fine, okay, and got him three levels up, and he didn't do anything with it. But Hurrywind did not have a he had, did not have any impact in any of these four games, and it was real tough to watch. J Dragons just looked like they fell apart. They weren't on the same page. Uh, I know Kabam uh, was kind of alluding to some of that on on Twitter, saying it had been a real hard three months and just differing views on the game, and they really weren't playing well together. Now, I'll give it to the Scarabs. They played a great set, and that's why they won 3-1. But pretty, I don't, I think everybody's a little disappointed with the way that this J-Dragons team has been for three years and have no trophies to show for it. Yeah, I want to, I want to give a fat shout out to Bobby, dude. I know he gets all the shit because he does some questionable things at times and he's a little sensitive when people talk about his team and me and Rick have talked about that in the past, but (laughs) I think, I think Bobby and Sot probably played the best smite that they've ever played in that set. Like outside, outside of game one, game one, they kind of got steamrolled, but then games two through four, it was just like, I mean, Bobby was putting on a fucking clinic. Sot was putting on a clinic. Scream was doing whatever the fuck he wanted to do, like soloing Sam and his like fucking tier two tower. Like that's it was enjoyable if you were a fan of the Scarabs. And I was rooting for the Scarabs. I like a good underdog story. They were pretty shit all year, and then they kind of ramped up towards the end of the year, and then you knock off one of the best teams all year, and it's it's a cool thing to watch. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, I think you're missing one of those. Uh, Baronic, 20-1 and one KD in this set. He's been very, very good lately. And they'll get some credit. Uh, I think he plays a lot better through Scream and Inbound had uh, a really good Emoji game. Although he did get, he did have one of those. Mo- every, every game he has a moment where he's just like, what the fuck is he doing? But he came back from just basically inting first blood that game three. And that was the pivotal game because it's one to one in the set. And uh, his Yamoja was, was pretty outstanding. Uh, but Baronic like sneakily has been very, very good for them. Uh, I would expect him to be kind of a changing of the guard in mid uh, in, in SPL. And I think he's going to be a really good one for, a few more years, for sure. He went from dying to a red buff camp at the beginning of the year to <laughs> diff and hurry when that world's, dude. Yeah, and it kind of seemed like, uh, you know, I've noticed this thing with Sam where Sam never plays like meta gods. It's like once I feel it's kind of like it's kind of like us when we play gods in in casuals and stuff like that we're like oh we don't play meta that's too easy you know Riggs you weren't playing King Arthur every game he was OP or Cullen every game you I've seen you do shit you've been running rat solo since I've known you and it was like game four they or uh was it yeah game four it's like okay we draft Bastet here because we didn't ban it. We don't want Scream to have it, but where's it going? And so they end up putting Fine Okay on Bastet solo. And that was just a weird 
part of the draft for me. I, I don't know what was going on with them or what behind the scenes. I mean, he did he did okay on it. He was cleaning up a lot of kills. Uh, so the stat line looks pretty good, but they just didn't have like any frontline presence really. It just kind of got ran down. He was like, hold up, guys. I got to do another A to Z series. Give me Bastet here. I'm on the, I'm on the Bs right now. <laughs> yeah, so that was a little weird. But yeah, Scarabs go from being one of the worst teams in the league to quali- not only qualifying for Worlds, but beat Jade Dragons, one of the... Yeah, it's hard to say that they were one of the favorites if they're playing on day one, but I think everybody expected like a little more. I would have expected Dragons to win... 3-0 or 3-1 against the Scarabs, and then take the Titans to five games. And that that's didn't happen. What I thought, that's what I thought I was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and it did not. <laughs> no. Because you didn't believe in Bobby, Nev. And Stewart. Don't, and don't forget Stewart. That's true. And Jimmy Butler that's out there true. playing Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stu, Stu had a really good set as well, which for a rookie that came on, mid-season or like last third of the season pretty good showing yeah pretty sure didn't he come in like phase two like midway through phase two is when that team blew up right yeah yeah it was after the uh which we'll get into the layers uh debacle a little bit um and rehash that for the next set but yeah he came (laughs) in around them because they got rid of layers they brought in scream they had slaney playing ADC or solo for a couple games. They benched Sot in the middle of the year because he lied about his vaccination status. Uh, so the, the team has been through quite a lot for them to turn around and, uh, you know, basically get fourth place at Worlds. Pretty good for him. And then the second match of the day, Leviathan's Bolts. This was the first sign of things to come. Leviathan's mm-hmm. just fucking rolled, man. Uh, I thought that Awesome Jake playing ESET support in like the qualifiers when they were already going to make it and already had games won, I thought that was like an Awesome Jake ranked pick that he was like, we could win, the, we'll win this game if I play Scylla support, so give me the ESET. Uh, but then he played it in this set, and um, Leviathans are too good to let something like that get the best of them. Yeah. Dude, they picked Knox against it game one. Like, who the fuck plays Knox? Yeah. Leviathans win game one with Knox support and chalk. Chalk. Fucking grab his chalk, dude. Yeah. Some of the drafts this weekend, it's like, what year am I watching Smite in right now? (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) It was honestly great, though. And then Haddix picked chalk solo game two. They were like, oh, Yark made it work. Oh, this should work for us. It was, this is the only set that Chalk was picked this whole world. Yeah, but too bad Haddix isn't a fucking shark, dude. <laughs> Rookie of the year, my ass, dude. That should have been a genetics. Yeah, I would have liked to see genetics get it as a genetics fan, but Haddix is pretty good for most of the year. But Leviathan's just... They just steamrolled this set. I mean, if you remember, there was a time where the Bolts won. I think they tied the longest winning streak in SPL history. They won 10 SPL matches in a row in the middle of the season. And you're like, oh, the Bolts are 
way better than everybody else. They're just playing way better than everybody else. But they, like Riggs, you know this, coming from sports, they peak too early. They hit their peak back in June, and they didn't have any gas in the tank for for January. Yeah, it's kind of like the Colts where they peaked like in December, and then they forgot to play the Jags, and then they didn't make the playoffs. Yes, exactly like that. Yeah, unlucky, I guess. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up Friday, I think. Yeah, I, dude. Honestly, I don't remember that set. <laughs> yeah, I did, I've, it, I, it went by real fast. I remember the Jade, the Jaden Scarab set, but I could not tell you what. I remember the, the game one because of Knox Chalk, and then, I have no idea what happened the rest of those games. Well, uh, Leviathan's. 12 kills, bolts 2, game 1, 30, or game 2, 30 minutes. And then 11 to 5, 25 minutes, game 3. So, I mean, Leviathan's just rolled. Handily. <laughs> I'm trying to use the the, uh, the handy-dandy Smite Pro League website, and when I click on the J-Dragon Scarab set, it takes me to the Winter Dogs versus uh, whatever the OTI stands for from the SEC playoffs. And then the Atlantis Leviathan's set, it takes me, it says that there's no stats for this match, so. Solid uh, website. Oof. Oh, and then uh, and then the next set, the Titan Scarab set, takes me to the Leviathans versus Winter Dog set. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mine's mine's working okay. Huh. All right. So <laughs> you want to get into Saturday's games? Because here's here's where I want to pick up the rematch, the Layers versus Scarabs rematch. Now, if you guys don't remember or weren't following SPL too closely, Layers is a rookie this year. Uh, he's been a very good player. He was on Solar Scarabs to start. And around halfway through the season, uh, he was kicked off the team. And uh, basically, there was an instance where he left his mic on after a scrim and was just shit-talking all of his teammates. So he had a hot mic incident. And then when they kicked him off, uh, he decided to uh, attack their, like, their bathroom made, like, personal attacks. Yeah, he attacked uh, <laughs> Sot's bathroom cleanliness. He sent a video of a fairly clean apartment with, like, saying how disgusting it was. And there was, like, boxes and shit throughout the living room. So, and, and like, I think for a normal person, it looked like they had just moved or, you know, isn't, isn't Layers like 21? Like, has he never lived with, like, other young people before? I guess maybe he grew up in a house where they had a maid to clean it for him. I, I, I don't know. It wasn't that. It would have taken, like, three minutes to clean up that space. And he just looked like an absolute clown. I mean, I've kind of really disliked Layers from that moment because he he's supposed to be repping Maryland. And, and as a Maryland boy, I was disappointed for uh, for him to show that kind of lack of class. Uh, but he basically shit-talked a bunch of them on the way out. It was a very ugly breakup. Uh, he ends up going to Titans, who kicked two-time world champ Scary D, uh, who Scary D made an appearance in the uh, Season 8 Conquest map show match on Sunday. Uh, so weird, we got to see uh, Scary D. He's still out there, LFT Season 9. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but layers and scarabs do not get along. 
So here's the rematch. Layers is on Titans. Titans versus Scarabs. Scarabs win game one in 24 minutes. And if you had stopped the tournament after this game, Smite Twitter and Smite Game Twitch chat and everybody in the Smite community would have crowned the Scarabs world champions. Absolutely. Like, you would have thought the takes I was seeing on Twitter was Sot is the greatest of all time. He's amazing. He's the best player in the world. The Scarabs are the best team in the world. Nobody's going to stop. I mean, even hearing like aggro on the cast, just losing his fucking mind for the Scarabs. He's like, they can't be stopped. The Scarabs are here to play. Um, it didn't last. No, but you would have thought in that moment that the Scarabs were like world beaters. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, this game was a, the game one was a ton of, uh, a roar ulting himself as Kepri or, uh, just us questioning, like when we were watching it all together, we were like, what is Aurora doing? <laughs> it was like, uh, he was having a Bobby game and game two is where we got the best. The, I think the best interaction of the whole tournament. So Scarabs after stomping game one, game two seems to be going in their favor and, uh, they kill layers. They pick him out. Bobby makes a nice play. He was on Yamoja, I think. No, he was on Cirquette. He gets the kill on the layers and laugh spams his corpse. Now, I loved seeing that. Like, as much as I as much as I say I'm not like a Bobby fan, Bobby had a, a ton of moments where I'm like, all right, I could be a Bobby fan. Because <laughs> right there, when he was stepping on, when he was you know, stepping on layers, dead body and laugh spamming him. I was like, yes, this is the shit talk like SPL needs. If you guys didn't watch <laughs> SPL in the past, they used to shit talk a lot. Go watch those Dan yeah. edits videos. Like they, w- when they used to be in studio, they would be screaming at the other team from across the studio. Now, this would happen at the end of this game. Titans say, come. We, we did get a taste of that. Titans, <laughs> Titans come back. They win the game. And Layers jumps up out of his seat and yells, You fucking stink! <laughs> this Got him, dude. Got him. And, and I, yeah, and I, I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give Bobby credit. Um, you know, he said after the game, and this is something that I do too, and Nev knows it. And probably anybody that's been in my Discord knows it. When the Gamecocks play, I am always talking shit. Before the game, in the first quarter and in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And I know that in the third and fourth quarters, I'm not going to be able to talk all that shit, but damn it. I'm going to get it out of me. You got, you got, <laughs> you got it. In the first I got to get it. I got to get lie. it out. Yeah. I got to get it out when I can. And Bobby was like, also Bobby like tweeted after the game. He's like, also the shit talking doesn't bother me. You better, you best believe I would have been talking a whole lot of shit, a whole lot more shit after the games if we had won. But if we're being honest, you fucking stink is one of the worst shit talks I've ever heard. Which I think is fair. Like, like Layers had his moment and he got to yell, but like he could have he could have put a little more sauce on it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's weird because it's like almost, it's almost like he like censored himself, but he said you fucking. So it's like, 
what do you like what are you censoring <laughs> you, you've already made it to this point why 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 turn back now yeah you, like I've, I've always said there's nothing like a real classic fuck you just fuck you the most basic insult it's like the one that we first learned when we were 12 and it got lost in time like mm-hmm. if you just thrown that or or just a real hearty you fucking suck that would have been better yeah Maybe maybe he wanted to tie it back to the stink because like the dirty bathrooms. So maybe it's yeah that, yeah, that must have been it. Maybe he was playing mind games. He maybe he's in another dimension. We're not even there yet. Like he was thinking about the bathroom stuff again. He was like, "Yeah, you guys fucking stink." Which which you know, I'll I'll tie that into my next point. It's kind of weird for you to call out self hygiene and people's like cleanliness. When you look like Beetlejuice, fuck Dan Aykroyd, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Layers was looking like a fucking goblin this whole world, dude. He just looked out of place. Like he looked angry the whole time he was at Worlds, and I don't know. We were just watching the games, and every time they put it on his face cam, I was like, I can't with this guy. I can't. I can't. He like he's too he's too mean, and and he I don't know. It seems hypocritical. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to talk about that game too cuz uh I mean Scarabs had all the momentum like you're saying nothing could stop him except for a tower at level 2. That's where it all went. <laughs> oh. On. That was yeah, the game saw where Saw looking incredible got killed by the fucking tower at level 2, dude. I've done it so many times. I know so many other soldiers have done it so many times like you it's the urge like you poke them out solo. You're like, dude, if I get one more auto, they're dead. But then, like, the tower line's looking there. You know, it's it's looking juicy. You want to dive it a little bit. He takes a one, his fucking pinky toe, walks over the tower line, and he gets the aggro, and he takes a tower shot and dies. And then they lose all the momentum, dude. It's like in basketball. You hit you hit a, a big, you know, game tying or game winning three, and they hit the replay, and it's like, oh, his fucking shoelace was on the line, and it's a two-pointer. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> his toe hair was fucking sticking out over the line and got the aggro that was so, like as soon as you saw it like you saw you because you know how you can see the line of the tower like when it aggroes somebody like as soon as you saw that you're like oh no yeah. <laughs> and then it hits him yeah. and then i think they showed the replay and i think benji lived with like what like 16 hp or something like that like it was yeah one more auto definitely would have killed him because then you after see that the, you like, see the you know, tower like, like tilter yeah, you see the tower light up. You're like, oh no. Yeah. And then, and then the beam, the little fireball comes out. And at level two, as Riggs knows, it does a lot of damage. It does do a lot. I I can't even tell you how many times I've done that. Like, and I've, I'm sure everybody else who plays solo a lot has done that. Maybe not died to it, but like at least taken like an early tower shot because of that. Like, it it's such a feels bad. The other thing I, about this, oh, let's go ahead. I was gonna say I do I do blame that entire set on that. I do think that if that doesn't happen, <laughs> I think that because I think that's such a like a deflating moment when you you take game one, you have a bunch of momentum, and then like a little tiny mistake like that, and then that leads to them invading his blue on cooldown and like just shutting him down basically for the early game. And it's like I do really think that that little mistake cost them the set. Yeah, they also might have been in shambles from the first set when. Uh, Scream stole Sot's Penta with a Bastet auto. 
No, wasn't it? It was the tick from his two, I think, wasn't it? Was it was the tick was damage. It, was yeah. it? Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah, they they replayed it a few times. Oh, did they? I thought but, it was an auto. Yeah, no, they, they, they had to replay it a few times. Cause Unlucky. Like, what the fuck just happened? But yeah, still, a fucking dot damage took a penta. Like, that sucks. Yeah. The other thing yeah. that was different in this set is I told you, like, game one, we were watching Aurora. Like, what the fuck is he doing on this Kepri? Like, and I've played against Aurora a handful of times. and. He will. He did this on Kepri. He does it on every god that I've ever seen him on. He just goes to the purple buff just alone, and you're like, "Oh fuck, it's a roar." He definitely has backup. He knows he can be here. No, no, he's just fucking flopping his dick in your jungle and not caring. You just have to like turn and kill him. So on the Kepri, you're like, "I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Why? Like, you can't just solo invade as a Kepri." So games two, three, and four, they get him off the Kepri. Games two, three, and four, he plays Fenrir and balls out. And also, I think, like, you know, I've said this before. Like, pros, the game bends differently for them, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you see them play gods. Like, I watched Shinto play Kakullin mid in one of my games, and he went, like, 18-0. and 0, And I was like, this game is just, it's just different for them. I've never seen... Fenrir ults last so long than when Aurora does it. I swear, when he was ulting as Fenrir, it looked like it lasted 12 seconds. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, I think he was like big and gold yeah. for a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, he would just be ulting for so long, and I was like, what is this? There's no way I get that long of a Fenrir ult when I play. I'm like, I get I mean, halfway like, to like them, and I detransform. About, it's yeah. like when we talk about when people are like playing Zeus, and it's like, when you and I play Zeus, we get freaking chain lightning, and we're still in our fountain buying items. But when we play Zeus, we can't even get it to get through a whole thing of minions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I get hit by every chain lightning, and and watching a roar run from like his red buff to the, like almost to their purple on Fenrir ult. I was like, wait a minute, that's not <laughs> how. That's not right. But yeah, Aurora showed out. So Titans reverse it. I didn't see any shit talking after the game. Nev, you enjoyed it when Layers had that line. They looked at Paul, and Paul was just looking at Layers like he was a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, like I, I, I just looking at him like, <laughs> yeah. I I tweeted because uh, uh, Dan 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 is how I got most of my SPL news this weekend. When I'm not actively watching it, I was reading Dan's Twitter, and uh, yeah, he, he he actually had a pretty decent clip of it, and I I replied to uh, to it, and I was just like, Paul's face right now is kind of like that. Uh, that Homer Simpson gif where he just kind of like backs away slowly into the, <laughs> into the, <laughs> into the brush. brush and he's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I have no Paul's idea who this face. guy is next to me. I don't know. Paul's him. fucking face cracked me up that uh, that clip. But he was just like, what the hell is going on here? And and when Dan tweeted it, he was like, world's is such a magical time. <laughs> <laughs> People want to see that, see that a little bit of that hate. You know, the, the SPL gets a lot of uh, rep for being the Smite Friends League. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see sometimes they got a little fire to them. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so Leviathans versus Kings. Riggs, me and you were both wanting the Kings to win, but um, Sad. If genetics, if genetics... His triple-digit damage numbers from game one weren't a telltale sign of how that set was going to go. 
<laughs> he did. I forgot about that. He did less than a yeah. thousand damage on Ymir. Yes, he did. That's like hard. He to did six hundred and fifty-three like damage. Granted, as as you that that That's game like was over. Ulting. That game was over at like ten minutes. Ever. So, I'm not like. You know, that's I'm not super blaming him, but like that game was over super early, but still like come on. Yeah, that like, was like a three two uh, combo gave, does like five hundred damage. Like I mean it was over in picks <laughs> and bands when Yarkor got Ardeo. Yeah, dude. And and Penny Tom got Gilgamesh. I will say too, uh I know we haven't really talked about like picks and bands a ton because like a lot of the same stuff got played over and over again. But like I feel like Bastet was kind of a bait pick. Yeah, it like, didn't, unless you're scream, like never won. Yeah, unless you're scream, like I feel like a lot of teams were prioritizing it really, really high. Like they were banning it or they were trying to pick it like top three, and it's like unless you're scream, I don't really see why you're doing that. Because even the dragons fell into that trap too. Like the dragons against the scarabs, they didn't ban it, but then they didn't want scream to get it, so they're like, all right, well we'll top pick it, but then we're gonna put it in solo, and it's like really that's your best option like yeah. back against the wall like you know you lose your out you're gonna go bastet solo like just because you don't want it to go to scream because you think bastet's strong it's like and again this game like the kings take bastet and it's like is twig really a bastet player like yeah and sam sam wouldn't play it either so yeah sam played it in that in that dragon set it's like is sam really a bastet player like <laughs> Now, the Kings were the only team to take a game off of the Leviathans, and Twig mm-hmm. picked a character that only him and Scream are playing right now in Naja. Nobody else is picking Naja. And they won with it. That's huge, dude. And the, so and then technically, game, the Kings came in second place then. And Yeah, they did. And, and what I loved from this game was Zap picks Freya. And he didn't have much of an impact. Um, Netroid was uh, objectively much better this game on the Ola run. Uh, Zap really didn't do anything with the Freya. And Zap says, no, I know, I know me. I know this God. Give it to me again, game four. And game four is what got Freya banned against him the rest of the, the like in the next, the complete next day. Got banned every game. Because there was a moment, like, they were fucking shredding objectives with this Freya uh, AMC comp. Uh, They had Freya, AMC, and Fafnir. And, like, I have Mm -hmm. not seen a fire giant go down that fast. But genetics was on Kepri. And Zap hits a big whoop, like, around the corner. Oh, that was disgusting. Genetics died before Before he he came down from the Banish. Yeah. He didn't so even fast. have a chance to ult himself. He died. He had no physical prots, so he got fucking blown up by AMC and everybody else, but I have not seen anybody die that fast, much less a tank, in a while. Well, they she they landed three whoops in a row. Yeah, Zap was nuts. They ran the incredible. same play three times in a row successfully. Yeah, they didn't have a way to punish the Freya for using her fucking whoop. But I did that yeah. fucking comp, like when you look at that comp, that was fucking nasty, dude. Like they had AMC with his new buff on his stinger, so like that's Prostra. They had Nem ult, so that's another that's basically the same thing. Like mm-hmm. then Camo, which 
you know, you build a little bit of damage and that God's fucking ridiculous. It's like between those three, like I think they didn't it's they, they I know they nemulted him. I'm pretty sure they AMC ulted him too, like as he was coming back down, so it's like sixty <laughs> percent yeah. protections are gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. He died so fast. He didn't even have a chance to Kepriolt himself. And the probably the funniest moment of the tournament was watching the Kings try to walk back up into the next fire giant. Cause genetics mm-hmm. was having a lead, but genetics, you could tell the way he was walking. He really didn't want to be there. He wanted to be like, yo, somebody else step up. Cause that's not happening to me twice. I don't know. Poor Kings. Uh, yeah. Sucks. Sucks for captain twig. He's now zero for eight at smite worlds. He's, been at all of them and has Not yet to win. Uh, he did. He did confirm that he's coming back and his goal hasn't changed. Uh, so hopefully we get to see him next year. Uh, That's huge, dude. But yeah. so as a, as a diehard Kings fan from day one, it was uh, oh, really my. sad to see <laughs> them go out <laughs> like this. You'll want to think, you know, maybe if they were on land the entire year, maybe things would be different. Maybe they would have been a higher seed, but. I'm going to send you yeah. my address. How about you send me one of your Oni Warriors jerseys? Because I've been rep- <laughs> repping them the whole year. Nah, sorry. I don't send things to sick people. <laughs> um, Disgusting. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, it, was, it was a bummer to watch this set. Dude, there was a, that last game that was really, really cool to watch. The the final fight for the Leviathans to win it. Because wasn't that one where Shinto got like the massive mantle proc? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a three-man yeah. mantle proc or something, and then like they won the fight. Panatom went back in at like fifty HP, yeah. and it won them that fight. Game four was a really cool game to watch, even though it didn't have the best outcome. It almost went the king's way. Like a couple things go different than the last fight. We might have been looking at a game five, but yeah, it wasn't meant to be. And do we do we really want to talk about finals? Do we? Yeah. Want to talk so about before we get to the finals match. Uh, we saw the Content Creator Cup, which Team Wolfie ended up winning. And maybe it's just me. Seems a little unfair to have a $35,000 prize pool. Uh, I mean, I know it was going to charity. But one of the teams has a guy that played four seasons of Pro SPL on it. Seems a little... Seems I don't know. Sus. I don't know. I, I like I said, I enjoyed it because I, I liked watching the other team lose. But um, <laughs> yeah, a little, yeah, a little, little rough having to play against a former pro and one of the guys who was a, a great mid laner for a while. Somewhere, somehow, Let's... Key just got a fucking hard on right now. <laughs> <laughs> lot, lot of hard ons this episode. Yeah, yeah. The slash map looked great though, and then in the season nine conquest map show match. Uh, they had a lot of former pros in there. I think Divi was in it. Uh, Reels got a Penta on Hu Yi. Yeah. We were laughing about it because it's like some of these guys probably haven't seen half the gods they're playing against. And they just have to go up against them in this uh, this show match. But then we had the, the Golden Bolts award show. Yeah. Uh, as community content creators we are the reigning two-time uh golden bolts recipient for uh community <laughs> podcast of the year so uh i want to thank the golden bolts for that well wait hold on real quick did you see the typo before they did the show yeah the golden bots the golden bots it's, it's a spoiler <laughs> alert 
Pod G is going to be able to get on to the uh, the ballot next year because they're going to finally add a podcast option. Hey. <laughs> now, I, I I do think that doing five days of in-studio stuff, uh, I think that Hi-Rez did a pretty great job. All the production people, all the audio people, all, all the pros, the casters. The one thing that I didn't really like was the Golden Bolts Award show. I felt like it was mailed in uh i mean we could have done like they could have gave it more time it was weird watching like it would be like real rushed yeah this is who won here's their thank you video and there wasn't like any highlights or i think they they like here's the nominees here's like a little bit of a 10 second clip of what they're nominated for or yeah it did feel very anticlimactic it could have been it should have been like a two-hour segment and they should have done that, and they should have shown clips. But, like, if you want to get people into these guys, like, they give, you know, content creator of the year or, you know, Twitch streamer of the year, international streamer of the year, and they just show a thank you video, but, like, no, like, highlights or, like, or, or, or content. They showed play of the year. They only showed the winning play, and it was, like, the only clip that they showed of the whole thing. Like you could have at least done the nominees. I mean, that's that's like free. That's free filler content. Yeah, yeah. I think they should they should make it like I think they should either do one of two things. They should like sprinkle it in throughout the week, like in between stuff. Maybe like if you're if you don't want to dedicate like a full time slot to it, sprinkle it in like from you know maybe like I don't want to say like the least important, but like you know there's some awards that maybe aren't as big as others. Like sprinkle them in throughout the week and then like the day of finals or whatever announce like the big ones or dedicate like an hour to just golden bolts. And then, yeah, do what you're saying where you show all the, like like a typical award show where you show like all the nominees and then, yeah, like here's the winner, give them a little time and then move on. But yeah, Mm -hmm. the way they did it felt really kind of, or maybe not six hours of a world's (laughs) rebroadcast. I mean, like maybe, maybe maybe drop that down into a Dan edits one hour video where you get the same thing without having that to watch six nice. hours of a set and you put yeah. two hours of Golden Bolts on Thursday. Would have been, I think, a better way to do it. Also, Hazer got robbed. Came... Yeah, Hazer did get robbed. <laughs> I'm sure Farah has some great content. Hazer got robbed for International Streamer of the Year. And Nev got robbed, too. Yeah, And Nev, Nev got robbed. Yeah, they gave it to mommy and I didn't even make it to voting phase, but thank you guys. <laughs> Hazer was in studio though and did have his yes. stream up. Um yes. dude, it, that it was, was amazing. Yeah, it, it it was hard for us because we couldn't like Twitch wasn't air playing on the TV very well, so we had to go with the oh. YouTube stream. Uh, but Ugh. that was that was best case scenario. Have Paul Hay on the desk and have Hazer on the stream. That was that was well done. How much uh how much of his stream were you able to watch then? Like none, maybe ten minutes. It was it was awesome because uh he kept on basically like like when he would go run up on the desk, he would like he'd be like, Alright, I'm gonna go on the desk real quick. And then like the casters who weren't involved with the set would come on and like yeah. walk into his stream. So like Mifflin's there, like fucking around with all of his stream and like J Mac is there, like just bullshitting with all the chat and then like aggro and hindu comes in and then it's, it, you got like a bunch of different personalities just like fucking around with hazer stream and then it was it was kind of fun it was like just like a, a carousel of people just coming in and out 
Yeah, I think that was really cool. And also, I thought uh, the best bit of the weekend was Mifflin's broom. Yeah. I thought that was pretty great. (laughs) I brought that from home. And then after the finals, (laughs) he said- Who has a broom anymore? (laughs) Yeah. So he brought a broom out for like reverse sweeps because this happened in the last two worlds. Uh, I think it was when the Kings were down 2-0. Hindu broke his broom. It like like yeah. broke it in half over his knee, and the best yeah. tweet I think of the whole weekend was Mifflin after Worlds on Sunday. Say good luck cleaning up all that confetti without a broom, you dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would say that's either the best bit or again Hazer because he had a green screen up where it was his room as the green screen, so like nothing. It didn't yeah. look like it was at the studio, and then he's like, "All right, hold on, guys," and then like he would he was like, "I gotta go fly over to the to America real quick to be on the desk." Then he'd go over to the desk and he would come running back. He's like, oh, it was a quick flight. <laughs> I did use my uh, my sub to ask him to show Craig. And Craig was not with him. Uh, so he couldn't show you Craig. Craig is his plant, if you don't know. One of his plants. The other is Vanessa. You should have brought Craig. What? <laughs> How yeah. can you not bring Craig? Best plant. All right. So grand finals. Leviathans versus Titans. Uh, we had the we had the match, uh, and the way it was billed is that one of these teams would have a three-peat champion on them. Paul for the Titans and Zap for Leviathans. But one thing that was lost, and, and I want to shout out Mike for this, our friend Mike, uh, Cyclone also would have been a, th- a three-time world champ. He he does have he has an yeah. Xbox title and yeah. one on PC, so he would have been a three time world champion. Uh unfortunately that wasn't how they uh played up the story. And that's not he didn't really get any love for that. Um talk about being down bad. Cyclone spin. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. We'll we'll get to it. Game one was really close for like mm. twenty minutes. And I, I think I don't think there was I think First Blood was at... No, no, no. First Blood was layers. I got to give him... He's got some balls. Uh, game one, World Finals. He's the one blinking in at two minutes and killing Shinto. Uh, so, they got First Blood early. Titans looked kind of like in control. Uh, first, like, five. Maybe they had a lead. Maybe not in control, but they had a lead for, like, the first ten minutes. And then uh, it just kind of snowballed into... Uh, a big fight at Fire Giant that Leviathans won very handily. Uh, Panatom on Gilgamesh. Uh, Yarkor was insane on Ardeo. Uh, you know he's a shark. You can't you can't give the shark the bear. That's you just can't do it. And it didn't really like that. Once the Leviathans were in control of this game, they didn't lose control for the rest of the set. I mean, this was as dominant of a of a performance that we've ever seen in Smite. Game two starts the Panatom beat, just bullying Cyclone Spin. I mean, Cyclone Spin is going to be seeing Gilgamesh coming in his nightmares for months, dude. This was like they get. I think he was, he's on Izanami, and he, he still couldn't, like, 
He just couldn't get away from Panaton. They got a deicide at like 10 minutes, got Gold Fury and Pyro, and just they won this game in 23 minutes and it wasn't even close. I mean, it was like demoralizing. Like game one, you could say was close and you know, a couple team fights go differently, but like the Titans were in that game. Game two was Leviathan saying, No, no, we're on a different level. Like you guys can't compete with us. And they gave they gave Yarkor RDO again and let Yamoja through. I mean, they were banning like credit zap for making them ban Freya and Soul and, and Shinto making them ban Soul. But like you can't give Ronnie Yamoja and Yarkor RDO. I would take both of those away before I let one of them through. And they let both of them through. I mean, how'd you how'd you think it was gonna go? Zap played out of his mind. Uh, he had a really nice turnaround kill on layers. He was using ults really well on Oleron, and and layers really didn't spend any time over over in his lane, and didn't didn't punish Zap for being Oleron or really make him feel bad. Now every time Cyclone Spin walked up in the lane, it was Gilgamesh incoming, mm-hmm. and he got soloed by Panathon like four times. Uh, what were you guys thinking after after two games? Like, I know Navis says she's a Titans I, fan. I had already I had already packed it in at that point. Honestly, yeah. It, uh, I I mentally was just like, yeah, the, the, it's not gonna. They're not gonna be able to do the reverse sweep. Uh, I was already a little bit checked out because I didn't really care for either of these teams. Um, and then yeah, like this set barely lasted an hour, <laughs> which is really sad if you think about it for your grand finals at Worlds, like. It was like well, like an hour and like twenty minutes, I think twenty five minutes, like total. It, it, it's a big, it's a big feels bad when it's like, oh, clearly one of these teams is just better than the other, and that's no, how it's gonna go. Yeah, we haven't had that since uh, I believe it was Energy in season three was the last team to sweep a World Finals. Uh, but yeah, none of these games went thirty minutes. 29-17, Like, none of these games went 30 minutes. And they gave Ronnie Yamoja again game three. They banned the RDO finally, but they give Ronnie Yamoja, and he's insane on that god. Dude, that draft was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah, they got... They had Kamazots, Gilgamesh, Yamoja, Soul, and Heimdaller. Now, Zap was getting Heimdaller target banned, like every game in the regular season. And he plays a couple of picks. And I I said this about like the biggest thing, like kind of worked out uh, season five when splice won, and Sino was so fucking good on Naja and Divi was so good on Geb or Divios. Divios was so good on Geb that they had to ban them. And then the splice draft that won them worlds was like all the OP meta shit because they got like target bans given to them because, because you had to like RDO gets banned. They have to ban the Freya. They, I forget what else they banned the hell maybe because Shinta was on, was playing really well in hell and they get this insane draft game three. Is Panaton beating down Cyclone Spin over and over and over again? Uh, he goes eight and two on Gilgamesh. Yarkor makes the play 
of the finals as Kamazots just kind of 1v3ing until his team gets there and they get a kill. And he just stood in his puddle. Just And I, I we were watching the replay. I was like, I was like, oh, look. All right. He's healing. Okay. He's, now he's healing again. Okay. His two. Now he's healing. Okay. Puddle. Puddle. Now he's healing. Now he's healing. Hit his jump. He's still healing. He's still healing. Another puddle. He's healing. He's still healing. At the end of this fight, like at one point, Yarkor was like 50, 100 HP. When the fight was yeah. over, he was three quarters HP. Oh, the Camazots, they, they actually went back and did like a replay on it. 23 HP was the lowest he got. Yeah. And he was healing the 23. whole time. 23. <laughs> that got one auto. so stupid. Well, <laughs> it's even stupider when you go with the Titan strategy of not buying any anti heal, <laughs> which. They didn't do game one, which led to a lot of memes. Shinto was on hell, and they just, like, didn't buy anti-heal at all. Yeah. And it was kind of, like, which I actually don't think is as bad as it seemed because where hell was shining in that game was the out-of-combat healing, which you're not going to affect anyways. But still, in, like, an RDO hell or a hell Yamoja or whatever, you know, RDO Yamoja, Probably get a little bit of anti heal. Yeah. I mean, maybe they thought the Ankh was enough, but Leviathans destroyed the Titans in three games. They win worlds. Uh, we love shit talking here, as we said. Uh, Rent free, lol, keep sucking about the cum pussies. Uh, was something yeah. Shinto tweeted a year ago? Exclamation point Shinto in the chat. Uh, and he said it again after the game. Uh, Shinto is one of those, I think he's, I think he's a nicer guy in person. I'm sure he looks like a funny guy to chill with. Uh, but Shinto does love, you know, all the sanguinis, they, they like talking a little smack, but I, I think it was good to see them. Like I didn't, I wanted the Kings to win obviously, but I, I think watching Leviathans win, you got, you felt good for them because they have been known as the biggest grinders of the game. Like, they play the game so much. Yarkor especially has been known to just play. I think Yarkor and Netroid, like we've said before, even though Netroid's not on the team, like, to show you how much he was playing, he has two level 160 accounts. And that's just so much fucking smart. That's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure, like, half of the, at least half of the smite community has run into one of if not more members of this team in their casual queues at some point yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know i know nev has in like some cool like what is it like cooldowns whatever you played against netroid i i i got one kill on netroid and cooldowns runneth over i will cherish the moment that i beat an spl player one time (laughs) my first game on the season eight map I loaded in the PTS and I was like, oh, let's see if Naja, this shit god, who's not good in support, is a little better this season. Now I was into like Shinto, Persephone, Panatom, Susano, and uh, Ronnie Ymir. <laughs> like three of their, their like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like Clutch, three of their ca- uh, like character gods. Or, or Yeah. Like they're actually playing their role, their gods. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're role, they're yeah. gods. I had that. I had that happen to me with fucking. Well, it wasn't actually me. It was it was Shinto, but he wasn't playing. He was playing his old rogue. He used to play solo, and he was playing. I laying against Shinto King Arthur, and that was uh, 
fucking awful experience. <laughs> yeah, so I, I want to shout out the Baji community for molding these champions. Uh, we've all played our part, and uh, I think we all deserve a ring. Which, you know, Mike said, Mike said this is my most fire tweet of the weekend. The Leviathans won. Does Julio get a ring? Mm. You know, because if you guys don't know, in sports teams, like even the guys that like, let's say the let's say the Colts, lol, went on to win the world or the, the fucking Super Bowl, and like the players that are on their practice squad, like in the preseason and get cut, they still get rings. Like how he says it. He says Colts, lol. Like the Giants have done anything in the past fucking ten years. <laughs> uh, Giants have two Super Bowls this uh, this century, bud. Colts have won. Just want to point that out. Like how you said this century. You had to go back 100 years. To- <laughs> no, I went back 21 years. I went back 21 years. But yeah, I wonder if Julio gets a ring for his role in the title. Uh, he'll probably try to blow up whoever uh, comes and tries to deliver it to him. <laughs> so that's our world's recap. Um, the Arcor got MVP. And we'll the guess is out for what skin uh it's gonna be. Uh a lot of people want RDO. It could be RDO, Yamoja, or Gilgamesh. Um I saw a good recap on on Reddit for what the skins have been. Uh, a couple of them have been after MVP. I think Emilito got uh Soul and Kronos. But yeah. then like other other years like when Venenu got MVP, they gave the skin to Benji on on Kakulin. When Splice won, they went with Yorm, even though he wasn't playable at that Worlds. I don't think. Yeah, but they, that was that they was gave my favorite. It to Yorm because of the logo. That was my favorite because uh, the story behind that. I think Sino came out and talked about it that they wanted to do Geb, but then the the idea, like the concept for it, that was drawn or whatever, like uh, wasn't approved. And then so Hyra's picked Yorm instead of letting them pick another god. Like they just gave them Yorm, even though Yorm wasn't even playable. Just because yeah. it, it fit better with like the theme of like Splice and stuff. Uh, when Sam got MVP, they gave it to Paul's Merlin. And when Neil Ma got MVP, they gave it to Paul's Scylla. Uh, oh, MLC Stealth got the Scylla skin. That, that was the other MVP one. So. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. It could be it could be Emoja, Ardio, or Gilgamesh, or maybe they do something completely different. What do you guys want to see? I want Gilgamesh, but I think it'll be Emoja, just because I think it'll be easier I, for them to do with like Leviathans and like a water exactly. stuff and all that. Yeah, I heard a really good concept for Emoja with like a Leviathan like swimming through the the, the water and the old. Oh, yeah. that would be sweet. Yeah. That would yeah. look really sick. So I I'm I'm all for the Emoja. And it Definitely was kind of like the their signature too. pick, not necessarily yeah. at Worlds, but like throughout the year, it was like Ronnie Emoja was like yeah. a guaranteed dub. Exactly. Like, Oh yeah, just throughout. I, I want to see year. the stats on when he played it, and what his win loss was because he was insane on it. I've I've tried to m- like m- like mold my Yamoja after Ronnie's. Ronnie's and PBMs I think were the two best. What about Bobby? Yeah, Bobby's okay, but he ends <laughs> sometimes. So I don't know. <laughs> no, Yamoja had an excellent showing at at Worlds. Yeah, I think if you want to go off of performance, you'd probably say Gilgamesh, but like 
theme of the team and like you know like the the whole year in general then i'd, I'd say emoji yeah that's probably that's probably fair i would like that too but i, I would like to see the bear shark i tweeted out a cursed a cursed photoshop of it oh no it wouldn't, it wouldn't oh, be bad i'm just saying the bear shark i feel like they'll just end up bear making that shark. skin in general i don't think that i'll be like yeah that, that might just be a fan skin yeah that'll bear be that'll skin. be one of those like fan concepts that turns into a skin like two years down the road i'm gonna put it in right. the chat there it is for no, you guys. i've seen it i've seen it <laughs> <laughs> uh and now roster apocalypse has be- has begun uh usually starts yeah. at worlds every year it's a little interesting. I guess some of them are in studio and they can hang out, but Worlds was always notorious for like these hotel meetups and after hours drinking sessions of pros talking about what their teams were going to be for the next year and already getting it going. So keep an eye out on Twitter. Uh, Roster Apocalypse is underway. I don't remember the date or if they said one when rosters would be due by, but they said they're going to take five or six teams. And then they're going to have an open bracket for the last spots. Pod. So I, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Cause it, it, it saves high res a little bit from the uh, kind of backlash they got this year for choosing eight teams. And I know they, they said old rival wouldn't be allowed and like these other teams. Uh, but I mean, I think, I think they did okay. I think it ended up being, I mean, everybody had the most, hate for the Scarabs roster and they end up coming in fourth at Worlds or tied for third however you want to see it. And I mean outside of like visa issues I think that that Valkyrie's roster actually would have been somewhat competitive but you can't really blame them for picking them to be in the SPL like you wouldn't know that that's going to happen. Alright do you guys have any other uh, thoughts about Worlds or do we wanna, anything you guys wanted to talk about? You want to talk about retirements because there's a couple that have already been confirmed hmm yeah. Uh, Benji will no longer be playing. He has officially retired. If you ask a lot of pros and a lot of people on the scene, they'll say that he is the best solo laner to ever play. I'm somewhat in agreement with that. But either way, like whatever your opinion is, like he is one of the best people to do it. And he's hanging it up. So it's kind of sad to see him go, but had a hell of a career uh adapting as well is yep bye bye i know this year he took a step back and was just doing like sec and stuff but i think he said he's officially kind of done with smite he's not going to stream it not going to play it uh kabam i'm pretty sure was the other one that was official there's a lot of like rumored ones but there's like these three people have like actually come out and said like this is it i'm pretty sure kabam was the third one that did it I know he's kind of been a coach. He hasn't really been a player, so he might not be as familiar, but he's been around forever. Spent a year as an admin, came back and coached, but he's been around the scene for pretty much since the beginning. So a lot of a lot of old faces, a lot of old people stepping down. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't think I'm worthy of this, but this is uh this would be a decent segue if you guys want to do it. I so. heard I heard that Jingwei fucking sucks. I hate Jingwei. <laughs> Fuck that god. She's not even old enough to be in the game. Uh, Dude, she's <laughs> thousands of years old. What do you mean? 
<laughs> she's thousands she's of years old, bro. She'd pick the fucking worst body to take over because she looks like a three-year-old. She even has a fucking squirt gun. Like she can't even have an actual. You're bow and about arrow. to get uh, so officially has the worst voice lines ever. That yeah. is just oh, blasphemous. Hey, oh, hey, fam, what I, are you fucking? All right, dirty? I quit. I quit, dude. I, I, first off, I'm not gonna stand for this Jingwei slander. And I wish you guys could hear my soundboard right now. Uh, but yeah, the retirements, I guess, is a. I didn't know we were gonna go this way, but uh, yeah. So this will be my last episode on Baji. Uh, for a while, maybe I come back as a guest at some point, but, uh, I'm, I'm just not playing the game right now and don't really have plans to, I just have other games that I want to play. And I think, uh, not playing competitive really like hurt me because I, I, when you put like smite, so I've always been super competitive. I mean, I played baseball in college. I played sports growing up like year round and I've always had to have like some like competitive drive. And not being able to play comp just kind of, I don't know, it, it feels like regular smite isn't the same of like playing people at your skill level with like stakes on the line and like practicing with the team and like getting getting together with a team and like growing together and learning how to play with each other and you get these like nuances of the team. So, I don't know, it's just not the same for me right now and probably going to be taking a break for a while. Uh, so I don't think I'd be contributing much to the podcast, but uh, I love you guys. And I actually noticed today I came on episode 94. So today's 194. So exactly 100 episodes as a co-host. Uh, so I made it made it 100, made it longer than Willow. So that was my goal. <laughs> uh, <Savage. laughs> go, go <laughs> First you bring up the Realm Royale thing. Now you're throwing that right. <laughs> I threw a lot of shade this episode. I'm throwing just shots on the way out. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. If you go in the order of how he said that, he said, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. And the way we are in Discord, that would be Depp is a fuck you, <laughs> Nev is a fuck you, and I'm cool. So... <laughs> Yeah, that was how I had it planned. <laughs> That's sick. That's sick. <laughs> no, no, Rick's sick. Rick's the sick one. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, but thank you guys for bringing me on as a host. Uh, I was a big fan of Baji from the very early days and met a lot of friends through Baji, and I've had a lot of fun doing the podcast, so it's going to suck to go, but I feel like this is the the right move right now. Oh. oh yeah, well, like I said, it's it's been lovely having you, Rick, and the the doors open if you ever pick up Smite again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll you know when things settle down with with work, I'll probably get the itch again if I can commit to playing more often. But right now, I just I just can't. Yeah, no, and that's understandable. If you don't have much to go off of, then it's hard to to be a part of the conversation. You know. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be you know not playing smite at all and not having any idea what the meta is and then coming on and, and like pretending I know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm talking about, you know, I, I like, so we shouldn't write you in to be the conquest Olympian for 2022. That's no, I voted coffin monkey guys. Go vote. Go oh, write okay, in coffin okay. monkey for conquest. <laughs> right Olympian. In. <laughs> <Right> in <laughs> now maybe I, I like heard, Olympian I heard for... this year he's, he's playing a uh, Kukul Khan, mm. nothing but, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe if there's an Olympian for like Tarkov or Hunt Showdown, I might throw my name in the mix, but 
I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna leak some DMs real quick. When uh when oh. you told us this earlier, <laughs> I love it because you're like I don't I don't want to feel like I'm not contributing anything. And then fucking Bryce <laughs> goes, "Good idea." Can't imagine being here and not contributing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Bryce. Uh, yeah, Bryce isn't here. Uh, <laughs> Bryce has been on a very long vacation from yes. the podcast. As, as far he's as we know, vacation. he's still in Florida. Right. Never left. <laughs> well, I thought he got lost in the cornfield or something. I don't remember. Yeah, what he never put one? out that Patreon Florida episode. I know. I was looking <laughs> yeah. forward to shout we'll that back out. We'll never know. We'll, we'll never know. Oh, my God. We'll never know what happened. He was like, I'll talk about it on Patreon. And then he never did. Holy shit. Nope. I forever a mystery. That. Yeah. I've, wow. I've been waiting for that episode for like a year, dude. I remember that. Well, <laughs> I had always thought about I'll leak some more DMs when... uh. <laughs> when I asked when I asked Bryce like I was like yo what are we gonna do about this episode about our, our drunk lore which couldn't happen because one my Christmas vacation got cut short by what like eight days and that's when we were planning on doing it and then the time I was home it was if you guys were in voice chat with me at all during the, those days like around Christmas it would have been a fucking nightmare like my internet was going out literally every two to three minutes and it was really weird. I would say something and Bryce would hear it 30 seconds later, which I don't know how the science behind that works. It's like, it stores my audio, but then sends it when it can. I don't know. But (laughs) I was like, Bryce, why don't we tell them about this episode? I mean, we, we had that, we, (laughs) (laughs) we had that meeting when you were on the car and you were out in bumfuck nowhere and that same thing happened because it would we, we we wouldn't hear anything for like 45 seconds and then all of a sudden it'd be like 15 seconds of just you f- really quickly talking about a bunch of shit <laughs> yeah and like me and Depp I'm sure like if we had if we had video cameras on during this meeting me and Depp would have looked at each other like what the what, fuck what's going on yeah it, <laughs> it was really weird it was it was That's like okay Discord. Rick's Rick's talking now Rick's talking now <laughs> discord man oh yeah so i asked bryce so when do we tell them this episode isn't happening lol he goes shanna bitches at me but i'm a big fan of the just don't say anything and hope everyone forgets approach remember i was supposed to do an episode of how florida was like a year ago <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was like dude, I haven't rick's forgotten. burning all his bridges on the way out <laughs> i was like dude i remember that one Dude, I was looking well, forward to that so Bryce much. Bryce isn't coming back either. Right. <laughs> God damn it. That's funny. But yeah, no, I uh, I will say it was, it was a fun ride. I, I haven't been here as long as everybody else, obviously, but I, I remember our little SPL show we did for about a month and a half, and then things yeah, got crazy. <laughs> but I like to think that you are a big reason as to why I'm here right now, so I appreciate that. That was my master plan: was get rigs in before I left. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll carry. Let me I'll carry the my mental. replacement I'll be, real quick. I'll be the. I'll be the funny one that knows about sports and plays conquest and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll try to keep your uh, your legacy going. <laughs> yeah, just do what a aggro does. Always make it a sports analogy. Yeah. That only half of the Smite fan base understands. Yeah, that about maybe Neville understand and like. Maybe like three people. Definitely not Deb. Yeah, definitely Definitely not not Deb. Deb. Definitely not Fro. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, I'll still be around. I'll still maybe you know maybe you can catch me on a night after a few beers and we queue up a conquest and run back the Zeus Opwash duo lane. That'll be huge. We'll just buy all the items that kill people without actually pressing buttons and then. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, just party up with BMT at that point. I feel like they've done that. Oh, I feel dude. like that was a video. The BMT recently. videos are going to come out with this new season. They're going to be ridiculous. Oh. Oh, <laughs> they've yeah. already started. They've already started. <laughs> Can't wait for the blinking in to the ages to then someone else beads is something and then someone else pops thorns and then there's just... Well, I, I, there's, it's yeah. going to be ridiculous, dude. Or, or what, be, uh, what, no, uh, Aegis walk into the enemy fountain res they're about to respawn <laughs> after oh. you teleport. Oh, no. Terra ult with four Aegises as magical damage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right when Nuwa ults. <laughs> That's, uh, we're, we're writing the material for BMT. Yeah. Yeah. Nev, do you have any, uh, any words for our friend here? No, I'm going to cry, because this feels like when the team broke up, which was only supposed to be temporary, and then it became permanent. E- well, at, the- at least this time I'm saying it's more permanent. <laughs> 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 to be fair, also, at least this time, it's not like the host is leaving and just leaving you guys, like, you know, yeah, to play, you know, the to host play with other people. leaving yeah. the same week they invited a guest on, so... If we want to keep throwing shade it could be worse <laughs> yeah shameless plug i'll still be streaming once i'm in austin which is weird because i hope that this whole covid thing didn't push everything back that would suck that would yeah but i can't go into work this week so as soon as i'm feeling okay enough to stream i'll be catch out. them on the sixth stream and uh what's your stream again just for the uh just for the plug. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Amaranth. Oh, sick, dude. It's yeah, A-M- catch, catch, catch me in that stream. I won't A-M-T-H. be in your stream. I'll be in that stream. <laughs> dude, she's playing Spider-Man right now. It's crazy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Smite. No, no. <laughs> no, we're working through hey, the S-game. So dude, through the S- game. I, I would like to apologize to all of our viewers. I was given some bad information, and the Content Creator Cup, Amaranth and Joe Biden, they said... President Joe Biden, they said that they could not make it due to last minute mm-hmm. obligations. So mm-hmm. they refilled them with uh Rathan and Savvy Squints. And I'm sorry, it was the information I was given at the time. So I'm sorry for giving everybody's hopes up and hyping up that event, but just didn't happen. Not quite. Nev already received her invitation for next year's Crater Cup too. So uh look forward oh, to looking at her and you weren't supposed to tell feed her brains out in the slash map with uh getting killed oh, yeah. by Aegises and all that. Peter, oh, yeah. don't even know her. Oh. Yeah. But what are you gonna do on her? Yeah. That's that's when you say come, by the way. No. No, disrespectful. <laughs> I was gonna say duo lane, but you made it weird. How's that weird? <laughs> All right. Any You should leave notes? leave in that leave in that <laughs> awkward silence right there. Leave in that big pause, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Just you like, have to. <laughs> what you can't see is me shaking my head. Yeah, for yeah, for full effect, I'll, I'll be editing this episode too. Just don't, just don't edit anything out as you're as you're parting as you're parting gift to say fuck you guys. Just don't edit. Just line up the audio. We're recording this Tuesday night. It might be a raw a raw audio clip it and ship it type deal. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> nah, I can't do that. I'm coughing too much. All right. Well, uh, thank yous. We have our patrons. Arios, patrons. Jade Flagon, I'm going to put my name on this list Griff, after this episode. Bombi, Danny, Caveman, <laughs> Neil, Coffin Monkey, Gilly, Colorado, The Big Red, Snorlax, Weatherman, Adios, Sir Embers, K-Broho, Freak, Stoff, Backlash, Sadon, Lantern, Warlord, Yo, Batskid, Echo Dunk, Doc, Otter, Joe, Dracon, Glenn, Wiggle, Granite Boys, Camo House, Void vs. Void, Enbright, Scion, Gemini, Batman, 7839, Sandman, Aquasoft, Kilowatt Man, and I'm a Hater. Thank you all. Wait, did Fro take me off the list? We had some new- no, I just yeah. skip you. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> get right. I pay my five dollars, and that's what I—that's the treatment I get. I don't even get my. Oh name yeah, right. fair note. The the Patreon tiers shifted, so uh, it's now less. If you guys want a Patreon support, our highest tier is now five dollars. So don't be like backlash and not listen to the episodes and not realizing you're still giving twenty every month. Uh, <laughs> We're not asking that much. Refresh that. Uh, he's just paying yeah, for refresh, four months yeah. in advance. Right. <laughs> it's like when you go sub to Nevaeh 03 on Twitch, you pay for the six-month package, so you get uh, six months of subs. Wait, what? I was I was telling people to go sub to you on Twitch. What's your Twitch now? Oh, uh, that's uh, twitch.tv slash bigrick20x. Oh, there you go. Got him. You guys can use bits to cheer things like my sprinkler goes like this. Or the fucked up version that I have that I tried doing. I love that one so much. Oh my god, it's so good. No, but really it's at Neveo 3 And what's your Twitch step? Uh, I don't stream. <laughs> Shit, I barely watch them. We're gonna it's be true. honest. I think I think when Nev's, you, when you, I think well, I have the most watch time. It's Smite Game, Nevea 03, and then you know, it just falls if off. If you ever got your breakdown from Twitch, which everybody apparently didn't get those again. There's a breakdown from Twitch. Yeah, they're supposed to send you a yearly one. Huh. Yeah. Probably just have them. It's like it's like a Spotify rap thing, but for Twitch, and Amaranth was my number one. We're, we're all just shocked. We're all. It's, it was. It was Amaranth. So I was like Amaranth, Hazer, and Nev. I don't. I forget the order, but I know. I know Amaranth was number one. I think it was Amaranth, Hazer, Nev. I think was mine. I was honestly <laughs> honored to be in your top three. Honestly. I think Rick just barely didn't make the cut because I'm sure you probably would have been fourth. I don't usually watch Twitch that much besides <laughs> those handful of people. I do if you look at my profile, but I just have to leave it on for all the drops. So I, I've had the system of leaving my Xbox on at the hotel when I go to work, and I still get all the drops. Hell yeah. I was going to say, Riggs has a dedicated monitor just for Amaranth. I do, yeah. I need to get a third one so I can have just it always up constantly and not have to put something over it, you know? Tab out or, yeah. yeah. Was it, like... A lot of work to get a screen put up in your shower, or is it pretty easy? You just gotta buy like a weatherproof one, or what? Yeah, you just put like one of those. Uh, <laughs> they have like those um, phone things where it's like you, like it's almost like a Ziploc bag uh, yeah, for yeah, your yeah. phone. Yeah, you just get like yeah. a really big one though. You like stretch it out a little bit and then just put it over your TV. <laughs> Nev knows right, about Nev's it. super uncomfortable, so I think we've yep. hit our. Uh, <laughs> We've hit our point of the of the episode, and now now we can get out of here. 
now oh, we can thanks. Go I'm really glad that <laughs> making me feel really awkward for the past five minutes was the uh, the cutoff for the end of the episode. Do you want to feel sad? That's, Goodbye, that's everybody. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Bye.